Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to another Marion Now podcast. Today we welcome into the studio James Anderson from the uh, the County Parks District into the Marion Public Library Community Podcast Studio for another episode of the Marion Now podcast. Today we're going to be discussing the Woodcock in Ohio. And James, I you know, it's one of those uh, names of a bird that you say and you kind of chuckle, but uh, the Woodcock is, is migrating into Ohio right now. Tell us what you got today. That's right. So, yep, another name for woodcocks are also called bog suckers, twisters, or mud snipes. Wow. So a lot okay. of fun, uh, unique names. You know, kind of like the groundhog. Uh, but yeah, uh, these are the earliest spring migrants of Ohio. So they're coming from the Carolinas of southern United States, and they're coming into Marion. I actually just heard one at Tallgrass Trail not long ago. So Big Island Wildlife Area is a really good spot to find them because they love open areas. They like places where there's shrubs and trees. Uh, but you got to have a lot of loose soil because one of their favorite foods are uh, are earthworms. Okay. Uh, most of their diet is earthworms, about 80-90%. Um, they'll also eat insect larvae, uh, snail, snails and slugs. And uh, it's really neat on how they actually find their food because okay. uh, especially if the, if the soil is really loose, you'll, you'll see them do this really weird move. It looks like they're, they're dancing or bobbing, but what he's doing is he, he's using his feet and he's shifting the soil. And then he's trying to listen to the earthworms and they're moving. And then they'll use their specialized beak and they'll put it into the ground. And they have a special sensor right at the tip of their beak. And they can feel vibrations and can feel uh, movements. Kind of, you remember tri- uh, Tremors from uh, the, the old horse story? Right, right. Uh, or a movie. Yeah, it's kind of that same concept. Uh, but it's really neat. This beak can go at least two inches down and grab a worm. Uh, so, and they're able to probe it back up. Um, and it's actually at the tip, it's very flexible versus like robins. Yes, they are specialized at grabbing worms out of the ground, but it's not as flexible as the uh, as the woodcocks. That's amazing. So so did they adapt to that type of beak and everything like that? Yeah. Or is that how they've always been? Um, I mean, yeah, throughout time, they they definitely have definitely changed or involved. Uh, there's, they have a cousin of theirs that's called the snipe, uh, which is kind of funny if, you, if you've ever been in the, uh, hunting. Uh, the old fun tradition is, is to confuse somebody to go snipe hunting because sure. they say it's not a real bird, but it, it is actually a real bird. I've taken a few scouts snipe hunting oh, over the years. Oh, I bet, I bet. <laughs> you get them with the pots and pans. And, yeah, you know. pots and pans. You, you take the stick, you bang it on the tree, and you make sure they have their pillowcase yes, with them. Yeah. And, oh, we've done that a few times, and uh, yeah, it's always fun. <laughs> so I, I had it done to me. So <laughs> I, I was like 13 or 14 when that happened. Yeah, so absolutely. I, I got fooled. <laughs> it's all good. So anyway, so so they are related to the snipe. Yes, said. yes, they're kind of distant cousins. All right, so we're going to see these guys right now if we're out at Tallgrass Trail and around yep, the area. Yep, yep, Tallgrass and Big Island Wildlife Area. So that, uh, again, big open 
uh, areas, that, that's a really good place to find them. Okay. What are some of the other things we're going to be seeing wildlife-wise out at Tallgrass Trail as we're out riding our bikes or walking or taking a hike around uh, Marion Community Foundation Lake? What are some of the things we're going to see right now? So snakes, uh, they're going to be coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does sound like this week sounds going to be a little cold, but I heard next week we could be in the 40s and 50s. So I think uh, a lot of our garter snakes, brown snakes will be coming out. Uh, some of the turtles will be coming out here soon. Um, they'll, you'll especially at the second bridge at by her road. Right, they uh, stand right. They they line up right they on do, that log. They don't do. They? We like to call that bridge sometimes Turtle Bridge yeah. because they just there's so many of them out there. Um, then of course uh, the eagles. I mean they're they're around hunting. Uh, ospreys should be coming back here soon. So yeah, a lot of wildlife are, are coming back. So it's it's yeah. always fun to see. I know a few years ago around this time, I was out with uh, with my scouts and my wife was out there with us, and we saw a flock of American coots. We weren't oh, sure yeah. what they were, yeah, and coots. we had we had we had run into you, and we're like, well, they look like fancy ducks, and their legs are doing this and whatever. And you had said they were American coots, so yep. we looked that up. There was quite a, a flock of them, if you will, for a period of time. But then they were gone. They were only out there for a couple of weeks, I think. Yep, yep. And that that happens uh, right now. It's, we call March Madness. And I know when people hear that term, is is the basketball world. Right. But uh, for the wildlife world, it, it's uh, for ducks. A lot of ducks are migrating right now um, into Ohio, Marion County, uh, especially up at Kildare Plains Wildlife Area. I have friends who are seeing eight, ten different species in one little pond. Oh, wow. So, And the ducks are coming and going, so they're going to be here for a while, and then they'll move on, correct? Yes, yes, and and, and it depends on the species. Some may stay for the summer. Some may go up to Lake Erie. So it just all depends on which species you're talking right, about. Right, and then they turn around and come back type of thing on their way back down. Oh, yeah, yeah. See, that, that's the amazing thing about going out to Tallgrass Trail and really any of the parks that we have in the, in the park district is that – you know, it, it may look one way today, but it's going to look totally different tomorrow or yes. the next time you go out, not only because everything's going to start budding and that kind of thing, but but the wildlife is going to constantly change and begin oh, yeah. to, to come out of hibernation or whatever. Right? Yes, absolutely. Actually, I saw my first dead groundhog by uh, River Valley School District, so they're, they're coming out of hibernation. So I get it, and we'll get the frogs soon, and boy, I'll tell you, yeah. when you're out riding your bike and the frogs are fired up, buddy, it's it's pretty loud isn't uh, it, it is the, the the little ones that are called spring peepers they're the ones that go that beep 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 and it's funny they're only about the size of a quarter but yet they make such that loud sound but as soon as you get near them they, they get all, all quiet down. don't yeah. they yep they're <laughs> sneaky riding along and you're like oh wow the frog and no, nothing yeah. <laughs> you're like oh they saw us coming <laughs> See, that's what's really cool is that it's constantly changing out there. And, of course, if you get it the right day and the right time, you you see the beavers. How many beavers do you think are out at the lake right now? I think maybe four. Four. Uh, We saw four last summer. So So you were just documenting the different ones, or did you happen to see the four together? Uh, We saw the four together. It was actually funny. I was talking to some guy I've never met before, and he was out on his kayak. And we were just talking, talking, and then... (laughs) The I think they were upset he was there because the one kept going back and forth and the one kept flapping his tail and the two were kind of out in the distance. So I assume it might have been mom and dad trying to tell the guy, hey, get out of our territory. Yeah. So 
Yeah, no, I get it. I, I know when we went out Saturday, I went down by where one of the areas where they always dam up where it goes underneath yeah. the uh, uh, the trail that goes around. And uh, it wasn't rushing at all, so I'm like, okay, the beavers haven't been too busy. Now, I've never seen more than one at any given time, but, of course, you're out there a lot more than I am. So so there could be four out there. Now, the, the beaver den that was in the middle of, of Foundation Lake, it's not there anymore, correct? Yes, they. Uh, it's actually funny. They flooded their own home out because uh, they caused that lake to be about four or five feet higher normal than uh, than was supposed to be because they dam up that corner really bad like right. like you'd mentioned so they at the water actually went over the top of yep. of their den because they they dammed it up and yep. that is amazing <laughs> because i've had some people that have asked me that I'm, I'm happy now to be able to answer that and say yeah it's those darn 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 beavers you that's know? right <laughs> doing their thing and so where are they living now, do you know? We we think they may be starting a small lodge on the north side of the lake, or or another uh, prediction is they're actually traveling uh, by the uh, underneath the second bridge right. into there in the Big Island Wildlife Area. See, I've seen them on the other side of the second bridge, over by where the turtles hang out. Yes, that's yes. where I yeah. usually see the beaver. I'll see them out over that way, where that uh, where that old uh, train bridge would be, or whatever. Yeah. That's where we saw the American coots that time. Oh yeah, and uh, and I've seen them swimming around out there. So I've always wondered if maybe they had a lodge on the other side. Yeah, my prediction, I think that's where they're probably at. Okay, well we'll have to keep an eye out for those i'm just, i'm fascinated by it i think it's pretty cool you're also coming into the time of the year when folks start to think about doing some streaming and don't you normally do a program or two on streaming out at one of the other parks yes uh usually at paradise uh, nature preserve because we have the Olentangy river uh, that goes through there so yeah we like catching a lot of uh, aquatic invertebrates or fish mm-hmm. so a lot a lot of your non-game fish so because uh, their breeding seasons will be coming on, and their their colors are just beautiful. That's cool. That That's cool. So uh, obviously you have your calendar, um, but anything else you wanted to talk about wildlife wise or other things you have going before we get into the calendar? Sure. So you know we did mention about the snakes. So I know a lot of people are not fans of snakes. Yeah. You know they're not out there to hurt you or harm you. So just leave them be. They're just out there to get this the heat from the asphalt. Um, you know, again, I always get people who are upset, but I say, you know what? It's nature. So uh, you, you just got to enjoy it. Well, and you're absolutely right. I, I like the snakes. I mean, of course, when you're out riding your bike, you kind of think they're a twig, and then you see, yes. oh, it's that twig is it, moving. They come up fast, don't they? Absolutely. And uh, but but they're they're going to be garter snakes or brown snakes, yes, probably. Yes, that's that's a typical two species. Now, when you get out towards like Epsi Field, the three mile marker. Some of the bigger snakes, like the milk snake and the black rat snake, even though they look bigger, they look scarier. Again, they're not there to harm you. They're just there to sun themselves and then find food. Oh, yeah. They love the heat coming off the asphalt. Oh, yeah. And, and yeah, if you're out on a day where today it's sunny and a little warmer and yesterday it was chilly, you're going to see a bunch of them. At least my experience, that's where I've I've found them to be. And uh, uh, But, but yeah, I mean, it's uh, they are just who they are, and they're not going to bother you if you don't bother them. Exactly. And, and exactly. Uh, of course, you know, if you, if you are getting near the water or doing some fishing or whatever, you might see some different species flying around there, too. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. What's on your calendar for the month of March? I know uh, we're starting to get, obviously, to spring. Meteorological spring begins on uh, March 1st. I think That's real right. spring begins March 19th this year. Is so- that something right? like that, yeah. All right, so you're, you're going to be a busy guy. What all you got happening? All right, so on March uh, 2nd, we're going to be doing Looking for Woodcocks program on uh, 
uh, at Tallgrass Trail starting at 5.30 p.m. So come learn more about the Woodcocks. And mm-hmm. afterwards, we will be going out to find them out on the trail. On the 9th, we're doing Patterns in Nature at Tallgrass Trail starting at 5. So this is kind of geared for younger children. So if you got uh, elementary or younger, uh, this is a good uh, program to just explore the outdoors. On March 14th is our Shamrock Hike at the trail from 1 to 4 p.m. as a come-as-you-please hike. Um, if you want a guided nature tour, that will start at 1.30 p.m. Now, I will not be there because uh, I will be at the Exploratorium for their STEM event. Oh. And um, my one uh, volunteer, Tom Resnack, he's going to be uh, covering for me. But he does a fabulous job. He has in the past. So, again, that will start at 1.30. And there will be refreshments. So if there's uh, last uh, month or in February we had chili and then we'll have cookies and hot chocolate and refreshments. So I always like to thank Janine Williams for mm-hmm. doing that. So. On the 16th, uh, looking for owls, uh, they'll start at 5.30 up the trail. So uh, we'll talk a little bit about their ecology, and then we'll actually go out and try to find some of the different species that call uh, Tallgrass Trail home. On the 19th, we'll have our park board meeting at noon at the uh, county building uh, downstairs in the prospect meeting room. On the 21st, we'll be at the uh, Marion County Farmers Care Breakfast from 7 to 11 a.m. at the Tri-Rivers Career Center. On the uh, 23rd, we're having our morning bird watching program at Tallgrass Trail, starting at the DeCliff parking lot, starting at 8, 8 o'clock a.m. And then our last uh, program is on the 25th. Uh, that is the Prairies of the Perry Parks meeting at the Historical Society building downstairs at Heritage Hall, starting at 7. So it's a great way to volunteer with us. That's cool. Now, um, I understand uh, a lot of times I see pictures online. I think Amy Holloway takes a lot of pictures. And I've been seeing recently some really cool owl pictures. Now, she obviously knows where to look to see them, but how many different species of owls do we actually have out at the trail? So at the trail, we have about four. Okay. So we have the screech owl, uh, we have the barred owl, and the great horn. Those are the most common. Um, the screech owl is actually the most common owl of Ohio, mm-hmm. uh, but the one uh, that it's endangered, but there hasn't been a lot of them found in the county, but it's called the barn owl. Right, right. Um, then occasionally the snowy owl will visit us from time to time. I haven't heard yet of the snowy owl being in Marion County, but I've heard of being up in Kildeer. There was one in Ashley in Delaware County. Um, a lot of them were spotted around uh, Weston, which is up in uh, Amish country, um, up in northeastern Ohio. So it's, it's kind of hit and miss with the snowy owl. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, and, and they're raptors, aren't they? Oh, they're yeah. not actually yes. birds. Are they Are they considered birds, but they're raptors, right? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're a bird of prey. Okay. So um, so uh, last year, or not last year, but 2018, we had a snowy owl that stayed around the Epsifil section yeah. for almost up till May. And that's very uncommon because wow. most of the owls will, or the snowy owls, will go back up north in the Arctic tundra. Right. Usually about middle of April or so, but... Right. I was surprised because it was getting warm. I'm like, boy, you're probably getting hot. Yeah, absolutely. They're so beautiful. I mean, all of them are. Oh, they are. Um, you know, I, I see when I see owls, I generally am seeing the barred owls, yes. I think, more than anything, um, and a few screech owls. But uh, I love them. They sound phenomenal. If you if you catch a glimpse of them, you just want to stop and watch them for a few minutes. It, oh, yeah. It's like the it's like the eagles. You want to watch the eagles do, you know, do their hunting. And they're yeah. just they're just amazing to watch. And um, uh, and of course we've got so many different areas that you can see them out there you just basically you have to look really high in the trees correct sometimes but it was actually funny back in uh, april of last year i was i was doing a program and there was one at a low branch so and uh i he was real quiet and i just happened to look up and sure enough he was there yeah 
So yeah, well, it's I know kind of recently <laughs> they did the count of the eagles' nests in Ohio, and yes. they are just exploding. Aren't yes, they? Uh, that's still going on. Um, so if you know of an eagle nest, um, not just in Marion County, but in the entire state, definitely let the Fish and Wildlife know. Mm-hmm. As of uh, middle of this month of February, they have over a thousand nests documented. Wow. So, but in and Marion at one County, time we were under a hundred in Ohio. Did I hear that? Oh, right? a lot less. Uh, by 1979, there was four pairs left in the state. Really? Uh, mainly up in Lake Erie. Yeah. Uh, because of DDT, which is that nasty chemical pesticide. Right. And it caused the eggshells to get thin. And when mom and dad were doing their job incubating, they they crushed their they kids. Would crush their kids. Yeah. yeah. Over a thousand. That's amazing. Wow. I just. That's exciting. That's good to see because they're so beautiful to see. They are. And as of right now, there's between one to four that's been documented in Marion County. So I know there's more. So yeah. And uh, if you have friends or family uh, that have a bald eagle's nest on um, private property, uh, definitely let them know. No, DNR is not going to be giving out that information. Right. So don't feel skeptical about that. Absolutely. Good stuff, James. Always a pleasure, my friend. Anything else you wanted to add or talk about today? Uh, that we actually got a, a, a new board member uh, on uh, on Tuesday. Um, her name is Maria Seckel. So okay. she's um, for Modern Woodman. Uh, so she joined us on uh, on Tuesday. So we're quite excited for her to uh, jump on board with the Park District. Excellent. Good stuff. I tell you, it's always a pleasure, like I said, spending time with you and talking about what we have. And, uh, uh, and folks, if you're new to the podcast, make sure that you, you click right there where you'll see the logo for the Marion County Park District. And every time uh, James and I or anyone has a chat for the uh, Park District, you get a uh, uh, you get a notification there on your phone. It's really easy to do. So if you've caught us through social media or maybe through one of the websites, make sure when you're on the iHeartRadio app that you you like and follow this program, Marion Now, if you would. And, of course, like I said, every time we have these up there, uh, you'll get notified so you can listen to them and you can hear your favorite stuff on demand. So thank you very much, James Anderson, in today from the Park District to hear more interviews and news about Marion, Ohio. Just search and follow us on the iHeartRadio app. All Marion Now episodes are produced in the Marion Public Library Community Podcast Studio. Thank you so much for hanging out. Remember, all of our podcasts are housed right there at WMRN.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.